ग्राहग्रासकर्मणे तत्पादाचेतसाबोधा तत्व विवेको यधीये शब्दस्पर्शादयो वैचित्रागरे पृथक तथो विभक्ता तत्संवित ऐकूप्यान्ने तथा स्वेत्रेद्यम तो नागरे स्थिर तेदोतस्त संवित एकद्यते तमोबोधो स्मृति साबुद्ध अवबुद्धम तत्तम In these verses, the teacher seeks to establish that consciousness, which is also called jnanam, knowledge, is nityam. It is changeless, not influenced by time. <coughs> It was said, how in the waking state, in all our experiences, how the objects of experiences keep on varying, but the knowledge. associated with every experience is changeless in the dream state also there is similar transaction there also different experiences are there there also the object objects of experiences keep on changing whereas the knowledge associated with the objects is changeless now the same is to be established in the deep sleep state also then we have established the nityatvam of gnanam <coughs> but before we say that the knowledge in deep sleep also is changeless we first have to establish that there is knowledge in the deep sleep because that is a matter of contention nobody questions that there is knowledge in the waking state there is consciousness nobody questions that there is knowledge or consciousness in dream state but there is a question whether or not there is consciousness in deep sleep state and so first it is necessary to establish that knowledge is in deep sleep state how do we establish by the statement by the statement that we make after waking up what do we say i did not know anything this is a common whether we say but we feel this and we say also i did not know anything now this very experience 
or the statement I did not know anything is a basis to establish how there must be knowledge in deep sleep. So the, the, the author says here that this statement I did not know anything is actually a memory. It is not an experience or it is not an inference but it is a memory. And memory always presupposes knowledge. I did not know anything is a memory of the experience I gained in the deep sleep. So this memory proves that there must be an experience and that experience is in the deep sleep. And experience can be there only when there is knowledge. And so from the statement, after one wakes up, I did not know anything, we arrive at the presence of knowledge in deep sleep state. <coughs> That's the subject of discussion in the fifth verse. We read the commentary there. <coughs> Now one by one these words are explained. Supto Thetasya. Uh, we can just go over the word meaning again. Supto Thetasya Saushupta Tamabodho Bhavech Vrutihi. Supto Thetasya For the one who has waken up from the sleep, Saushupta Tamabodha, the knowledge of ignorance in the deep sleep, Smrutihi Bhavet, that should be Smruti, it should be a memory. <coughs> And Sacha Avabuddha Vishaya, every memory always is Avabuddha Vishaya, Anubhuta Vishaya, every memory always is, it, it pertains to a past experience. This is also a memory that I did not know anything. Therefore, it is also preceded by a past experience. And therefore, there is experience in deep sleep. Avabuddham tat tada tamah tat tasmat. Therefore, tada means in the deep sleep, tamah avabuddham. Therefore, in the deep sleep, this tamah or ignorance is known. Means there is knowledge that illumines ignorance, that objectifies ignorance in deep sleep state. <coughs> Now the commentator explains this. Suptothitasya <coughs> of the one who has woken up from sleep. Says here, Purvam suptaha paschat uthitaha suptothitaha. Supta uthita. Supta means this one who has slept. Uthita, one who has arisen. Purvam suptaha, one who was asleep earlier. Paschat uthitaha and one who arose later. He is called Suptothitaha. <coughs> Or you can say, so this is called Karmadhaya Samasa. Suptaschasau Uthitaha Suptothitaha. That's one way of looking at it. Or Suptam Sushuptihi Tasmat Uthitaha. You can call it Panchami Tatpurusha. Suptam is Sushuptihi. Suptam means deep sleep. Tasmat Uthitaha. One who has arisen from the deep sleep is Suptothitaha. Meaning is the same. But the word is explained, the compound is explained in two ways. Suptothita, one who was asleep earlier and woken up now, or one who has woken up from sleep. Tasya, Suptothitasya, of that one who has woken up from the sleep. Saushupta tamobodha. What is Saushupta? Saushupti kalina is Saushupta. That which obtains in the Saushupti of the deep sleep is called Saushupta. Saushupta bhavam 
Sushuptam, that which obtains in Sushupte. So Sushuptikalinasya Tamo Bodaha Tamasaha Bodaha Tamasaha Agnyanaha Agnyanasya Yo Bodaha. So Sushupte Tamasaha Bodaha Sushupta Tamo Bodaha. Sushuptikalinasya at the time of brief sleep Tamasaha Tamas means darkness. Tamasaha bodaha, the bodha, tamas darkness means ignorance. Bodha means knowledge of the ignorance in the deep sleep state. And how do you say? Gnana masti na kinchit avedishamiti. That when when one says na kinchit avedisham, I did not know avedisham, na avedisham, I did not know kinchit anything, I did not know anything. So this is the knowledge of ignorance in deep sleep state. This statement that I did not know anything is what? The knowledge of ignorance in deep sleep state. Knowledge of not knowing anything in deep sleep. I did not know anything is equivalent to saying that I knew absence of everything. So that is the statement of knowledge of ignorance in deep sleep state. (coughs) When I say I do not know Chinese language, I know that I do not know Chinese language. I know the ignorance of Chinese language. And so when I say I don't know Chinese language, means that I know the ignorance of Chinese language, you see. And so that not knowing also expresses the knowledge of ignorance. <coughs> so now what is this thing that I did not know anything? He says, Sās vṛtihi eva bhavet. It is memory. Anubhavaha, it is not an experience. But it is, that means it is not pratyaksha. It is not something that you are experiencing now, but you say I did not know anything, actually it is smruti or memory. <coughs> Why do you say that? The Tikakara says, Tat karnasya indriya sannikarsha vyapta lingadehe abhavadri bhavaha. When do we call a, a certain phenomenon experience? or a perception, when there is indriya sannikarsha, when there is contact with sense organs. I say that I know this microphone because my eyes have contact with this object called microphone. So when there is contact with sense organs, with the sense object, then what takes place is called experience or perception. But when I say that I did not know anything, or that I knew there was nothing in deep sleep, at that time there is no contact of my sense organ or mind with the ignorance because ignorance is something that is already gone. It doesn't obtain right now. Deep sleep does not obtain now. Therefore ignorance of the deep sleep also does not obtain now when I wake up. And therefore I cannot say that it is actually an experience of ignorance or there is a perception of ignorance because Indriya Sannikarsha, the contact with ignorance is not there at this point when I am awake. Or somebody may say, maybe it's an inference. Maybe infer that I did not know anything. For inference also, you require what we call linga. You require some evidence. To infer the presence of fire, we, have, we perceive what? The smoke. So presence of the smoke leads us to infer the presence of fire. So something must be there 
by which we infer the presence of something else. But when I wake up, there is not a trace of deep sleep at all. And therefore, there is no evidence right now that I knew the ignorance in the deep sleep. And therefore, the, the equipment or the necessary conditions required for direct perception or necessary conditions required for inference, none of them is present. And by the, the, by the same token, conditions required for upamana, means comparison, or arthabhakti presumption, anupalabdhi absence, none of these conditions is present. And therefore we say that this statement that I did not know anything does not represent the present perception, nor does it reference inference, etc. <coughs> and so what is it? It is smrutihi, it is memory. It's an important uh, siddhant understand that when we wake up in the morning and say I did not know anything, it is memory. <coughs> All right. Tatahakim, suppose it is memory, so what are you driving at? Suppose I did not know anything, that statement is memory, so what? Sacha avabuddha vishaya, moment you say memory, memory always must be preceded by an experience. Sacha means sacha smrutihi avabuddha vishaya. Avabuddha anubhutaha vishaya yasyaha sa avabuddha vishaya. Avabuddha means anubhuta. So memory always is, memory always pertains to an object which has been experienced. Says, Yasrutihi sa anubhavapurvikayati vyaptihi loke drashtayati bhavaha. It is a common experience that memory always is preceded by an experience. Memory always arises from some past experience. Otherwise, there cannot be memory. And I, it, I who must have experienced it, I cannot remember something that you have experienced. Nor can you remember something that I have experienced. Nor can I remember something that I have not experienced. If I'm, if I know, I, there is in my mind something that I have not experienced, it must be some kind of an imagination, imagination right now. But, if there is memory, I must have experienced that object earlier. And this statement in the morning, I did not know anything in deep sleep. If it is memory, that shows that in the deep sleep, I must have experienced ignorance. So experience was present in the deep sleep, which means that the knowledge was present in deep sleep. Consciousness was present in deep sleep. <coughs> Alright, so it was present. So what? Tato became. Suppose there was knowledge or consciousness in deep sleep, so also what? Again, what are you arriving at? Tatraha avabuddham tattadatamaha tat tasmat karana tat in the verse avabuddham tat tadatamaha tat means tasmat karana <coughs> tat means tasmat because of that reason that nakinchit avedesham is a memory and yasmrutihisa anubhavapurika every memory must be preceded by experience and therefore tasmat karana tat the word tat has been, you know, interpreted two ways by the Tikagara. One meaning of the word tat is tasmat. Other meaning of the tat is tat saushuptam tamaha. That ignorance obtaining in the deep sleep is avabuddham anubhutamiti avagantavyam. And therefore, this memory shows that in the deep sleep, that ignorance was experienced. <coughs> so deep sleep also, those experience. 
those knowledge, knowledge of ignorance. <coughs> this is inference. Which inference is here presented by the Tikakara, commented as Atrayam Prayogaha. When we arrive at when when this author says that therefore there was experience of ignorance and deep sleep, an inference is involved in that statement, you understand? And what inference is involved? That is being clarified here by the commentator. Atra ayam prayogaha vimatam na kinchit avedishamitignanam anuhupurukam bhavitumarhati. Vimatam vyavadaspadam, that which is subject to contention. What is it? Na kinchit avedishamitignanam. This knowledge on my part that I did not know anything, iti anuhupurukam bhavitumarhati. This knowledge must be preceded by an experience. Why do you say that? Smritityat, because it is a memory. And wherever there is memory, there must be a previous experience. Is there an illustration? Yes. He gives it a same mata. It is smritivat. For someone who has gone away, and then he remembers his mother, then he says in his, he says in his mind, that is my mother. When can there be memory of mother? When there is experience of mother. So wherever in that illustration, illustration is that where the Hetu and the Sadhya, both of them must be present. That's called illustration. Hetu means that, that uh, cause and Sadhya means what you want to arrive at. Both of them must be present. Same Mata, someone has gone away, he says or he remembers his mother. That's my mother. In that particular knowledge of mother, which that is of the nature of memory, and it is preceded by the experience of mother, you see. And now, if one of the elements is present elsewhere, the second element must be present. In drashtant or illustration, both the elements are present, sadhya and hetu. Then, where you want to arrive at something, if hetu is present, then sadhya is proven to be present. Thus, when I say I did not know anything, it is memory, and therefore the other element, namely, the experience also must be there. This memory must be preceded by experience in deep sleep. If you understand what I am saying, take the common illustration, because this thing will come again and again. Take our common example of the fire on the hillock. I see the smoke. So I see the smoke, and then I infer the presence of fire. I make a statement, Parvato Vandiman, this hillock has fire. Why do you say dhumatvat? Because there is smoke. Because yatra yatra dhumaha tatra tatra vannihi. It is our common experience that wherever smoke is, the fire must be there. Where did you find it? Yatha mahanase, just as in a kitchen. So kitchen is an example where both smoke which is hetu and fire which is sadhya, both of them are present. In the kitchen you see fire as well as smoke. What is smoke? Smoke is a hetu. What is fire? Fire is sadhya, what you want to arrive at. Both of the elements are present. Now on the hillock, only one element is present. What? Smoke. And therefore, the other element is established. Because here you have seen always invariably the association of smoke and fire. And there you see the smoke. And therefore, invariably fire must be there. And so, this hillock is called Paksha. In Paksha, where there is Hetu, 
the sadhya is automatically arrived at. In the drashtanta, there is hetu and sadhya both. In paksha, there is hetu and you arrive at the sadhya. <coughs> it, it's very common. We do this every day. Only when it is expressed in technical language sounds very complicated. Otherwise, we do this every day. Inference is something that we commonly do. We say, oh, I'm sure you must have eaten, you know, your dinner. Now, how do you say that? Some evidence is there. Either it's belching or something like that, you know, from that. Because we know that belching comes only when somebody has eaten food. And you are belching. Therefore, you must have eaten food. So, I know that whenever I've eaten food, or when the belch come, belching comes, the food is there. I see belching there, so food must be there. So, I see the Hetu evidence, and I arrive at the, the conclusion, Sadhya. <coughs> So this was proved the presence of knowledge in deep sleep. Then, now continuing further, Tasya Anubhavasya Savasharat Ajnanat Bhedam Bodhantarat Abhedam Chaha. As before, as in the waking in the dream states, the author shows here in, in the waking in dream state, the knowledge is different from the object of knowledge. <coughs> And knowledge in every experience is one. Here also in deep sleep, we have the knowledge of ignorance. So that knowledge is different from its object, namely ignorance. And that, that knowledge also must be same as the knowledge obtaining in the waking and dream states. So that's what. Tasya nuhavasya suvishayat ajnanat bhidam bodhantrat abhidam chaha in the sixth and seventh verses. <coughs> Sabodho Vishayad Bhinnaha Nabodhat Swapna Bodhavata Evam Sthanatraye Pyeka Samvittadvaddinantare Masabda Yuga Kalpeshu Gata Gamyeshwane Kadha No Deti Nastame Tjeka Samvidesha Swayam Prabha Sabodho Vishayad Bhinnaha Sabodha That knowledge obtaining in the deep sleep state Vishayad Bhinnaha It must be different from its Vishaya namely ignorance Just in the waking state the knowledge is different from the objects such as spot etc. So in the deep sleep state the knowledge must be different from the object namely ignorance Nabodhad Bhinnaha However that knowledge in deep sleep is not different from the knowledge in the waking, in the dream state. By knowledge we mean the illumining principle, that which illumines the object, the samvit or the consciousness or the awareness. So awareness obtaining in deep sleep is not different from the awareness in waking and dream state. Why? Svapnabodhavata. Just as the awareness obtaining in the, deep, in the dream state is not different from the awareness obtaining in waking state, so also the awareness obtaining the deep sleep 
is not different from the awareness obtaining the waking in the dream states. Evam <coughs> in this manner, sthanatrevi eka samvita. Thus, in these verses, it has been shown in this manner, as shown by this discussion, sthanatrevi in all the three stages, in all the three places, in all the three states, waking, dream, and deep sleep. Eka samvita, samvit or awareness is one. <coughs> so this is excellent. When you show that in all the three states, waking, dream and deep sleep, one awareness obtains. The same awareness illumines the waking objects in waking state, same awareness illumines dream objects in dream states, same awareness illumines ignorance in the deep sleep state, and these three states make a what? One day. What is a day? Consisting of these three states. And what, a, what is valid or what is true for one day is true for any other day, isn't it? Because any day has these three states, waking, dream and deep sleep. So what is true for one day is true for any other day. So he says, Tadvad Dinantare. Similarly also, on any other day, the awareness obtaining in the waking, dream and deep sleep states is one alone. Then what obtains on one day or any other day obtains on all the thirty days. That means that that is true for the month also, Masa. Then the same thing obtains in all the twelve months also, Abda, in the year also. For the whole year the awareness obtaining is the same. Then so many years make of what? A yuga, like Kali Yuga, Satya Yuga, etc., you know. And so what is true for one year is true for 43,200 years also. Or 4.32 billion years also. Or 8.64 billion years which makes one Kalpa. Then also it is true. Or any time it is true, meaning that awareness is the same regardless of time. <coughs> Gata gammeshu anekada and what is present, what is true in the present will be true in future and was also true in the past. Gata gammeshu, that which is the days which have gone, the days which are coming and day which is there everywhere, the awareness is the same. <coughs> and so it is nitya. Nitya means changeless, not subject to the variation of time. Awareness is changeless. Awareness is constant. So awareness is truth. See, logically it is shown. What is revealed by the Shruti or the scriptures is also shown here logically. <coughs> now, is there a birth for this awareness? Is there a death for this awareness? He says, no, na udeti. There is no birth of this awareness. Does it die? Does it perish? Na astameti. No, it does not perish also, it doesn't get destroyed also. How many of these awarenesses are there? Eka samvita. Awareness is one alone. Awareness in you, awareness in me, awareness in anyone else is just one awareness alone. <coughs> and how is that awareness? Esha svayam prabha. Samvita is a feminine word, you know. It's a very beautiful word. There is a feminine word for Atma, understand, Samvit. Often they ask, couple of people have asked me this question. Swamiji, all the time the words that they use 
Atma is a masculine word. Purusha is a masculine word. Every time the words that are used for self are masculine words. Because Sanskrit language also is evolved by a man or what? It just happens. So don't worry, there are feminine words also for the same entity. Samvit is feminine word, you know. <coughs> I was happy. I said, <laughs> Chiti, there's another word, you know. Chiti means consciousness, feminine word. Why worry about it? Vidya is feminine. Shruti is feminine. Its mother is feminine. Without that we can't be. And therefore, it's everywhere. She was happy. She's fine. <laughs> so, Esha is a feminine, you know. Etat. Esha Swayam Prabha. This Samvit, this awareness is Swayam Prabha, is self-effulgent. Without birth, without death, self-shining, illumining everything. And that is how awareness is. <coughs> awareness also is feminine, isn't it? Awareness, word awareness, the feminine word also. <coughs> now going to the, now the same thing explained by the commentator. Sabodha, that is from the verse Sabodha. Saushupta Agnana Anubhavaha That bodha or the knowledge Saushupta Agnana Anubhavaha <coughs> Experience of ignorance in the deep sleep state That bodha So that knowledge which illumines the ignorance in the deep sleep state Vishayat Bhinnaha Vishayat Agnana Bhinnaha Prasak Bhavitu Marhade Bodhatvat So that awareness in the deep sleep also should be different from ignorance that is illumined by the awareness. Why? Bodhatvat, because it is awareness. Just as in the waking state, the awareness that illumines such objects as pot, etc. is different from the pot, etc. And so also in the deep sleep state, the awareness that illumines the ignorance should be different from ignorance because bodhatvat, because it is bodha or awareness. <coughs> How do you say? What is the illustration? Ghatabodhavat. Ghatabodhavat. Just as in the knowledge of a part, how the knowledge or awareness is different from the part that is illumined by awareness, so also the awareness which illumines ignorance must be different from the ignorance. Bodhantarat <coughs> nabhidyate. However, that awareness is not different from the awareness obtaining in the waking state or awareness obtaining in the dream state. Why do we say Bodhatvat? Because it is awareness. See, these are all inferences where Hetu is given. Wherever fifth case is there, understand there is Hetu, the cause. <coughs> where Vat is there, there is Trashtanta or illustration, Swapna Bodhavat, as, as the awareness obtaining in the dream state. So awareness obtaining in the deep sleep state is not different from awareness, any other awareness, just as the awareness obtaining in the dream state. Simple. That awareness is different from the objects illumined by it, and awareness is one alone. Whereas the objects keep on changing, the awareness that illumines objects remains changeless. 
and so what is it that is the uh, that ultimately is the result of this phalitam kathayan uktanyayam anyatrapi atidishati phalitam kathayan stating now what is what obtains as a result of this discussion uktanyayam the same rule or the same truth that we find in these three states anyatrapi atidishati the author extends that same rule or the same logic to other days also evam ityadina so the second line of the verse 6 said evam sthanatrebi eka samvita the tikagara explain that sthanatrebi ekadinavartini jagradadi avasthatrebi samvita eka eva sarvam vakyam savadharanam iti nyaya स्थानत्रेपि दैट्स इन द वर्स व्हाट इज स्थानत्रेपि जागरदादि अवस्थात्रेपि स्थानम मींस लोकेशन व्हिच मींस इन द थ्री स्टेट्स आल्सो वेकिंग ड्रीम एंड डीप स्लीप एक दिन वर्तनी ओब्टेनिंग ऑन एनी गिवन डे संवित एका एंड देन द टीका का राइट वन एवकार एका एव द अवेयरनेस इज वन इंडीड वन अलोन व्हाई डिड यू ऐड दैट एवकार Eva, as you know, is for emphasis. Eva means definitely. Definitely, the awareness in all the three states is one alone. What makes it definite? It is sarvam vakyam savadharanam. This is a this is a rule in Sanskrit that every statement is savadharanam. Avadharanam is nischaya or uh, ascertainment. So every statement always expresses an ascertained opinion. therefore when the when the author here says that awareness is one we can say that awareness is one alone or awareness is indeed one in all the three states <coughs> on any one day then tadvat dinantare and so also on other days in the months and the yuga and kalpa and everywhere else <coughs> and that's what the tikagara sadhya ekasmin divase अवस्थात्रेवस्थात्रेदेश यथा एकस्मिन दिवसे अवस्थात्रेपि ज्ञानस्य अभेदः जस्ट एज ऑन एनी वन एनी गिवन डे इन ऑल द थ्री स्टेट्स द अवेयरनेस इज वन अलोन इवन दो द स्टेट्स कीप ऑन चेंजिंग वेकिंग ड्रीम अवेयरनेस डस नॉट चेंज द ऑब्जेक्ट्स कीप ऑन चेंजिंग अवेयरनेस डस नॉट चेंज एवं सिमिलरली आल्सो अन्यस्मिन अपि दिवसे ऑन एनी अदर डे आल्सो द सेम रूल ऑब्टेन्स बिकॉज़ द डे इज अ डे व्हाट ऑब्टेन्स टुडे Also obtains tomorrow because tomorrow also is the day. Anekatha aneka prakara na gadagameshu. In various ways, the days which are gone and the days which are coming. Also, what obtains in one day obtains in thirty days. So maseshu in the month. Such as Chaitra, like Chaitra. This is name for month. In month such as Chaitra, etc. and what obtains in one month obtains in 12 months and therefore abdeshu prabhava is a name for year every year is named 
Every day is named, every month is named, every year is named, every yuga is named, every kalpa is named. If you remember when we were doing the puja uh, of uh, Lord Dakshinamurti on that day, on the 14th, Chandramoli was uh, reciting that sankalpa. There all these things were stated there. <coughs> which particular kalpa is going on, which kalpa month is going on, which day is going on, which place is this. So you pinpoint everything. So God knows where this is going. This is a universal computer, you know. So in the computer, everything must be, the data must be properly, uh, what shall I say, the data must be properly fed into the computer. And so you must pinpoint everything. So you must pinpoint exactly the place, the time, and the person who is doing it. And how do you pinpoint the person from his birth? How do you, how do you try, I mean, uh, how do you describe the birth? based on the position of these planets, uh, constellations that are obtaining at the time of the birth, nakshatra, and uh, the year, from that you pinpoint the person, and you pinpoint the time, and you pinpoint the place, and you point, pinpoint the purpose for which you are doing this. When this is done, this particular action gets registered in the universal computer. Accordingly the result will come. So that's why, before undertaking any task, they always do this sankalpa. Sankalpa is a resolve that I am performing this action for my antahkana shuddhi, for the general welfare, or for my particular welfare, or for the welfare of so and so. That freedom you have, you can perform the action for the welfare of someone else also. How can it be that I perform an action and somebody else gets a benefit? It happens all the time. My lawyer, you know, he pleads my case in the court, you know, and I will not lose the case, isn't that so? So it's not unusual, this, or there is what we call gift subscription, you know. <laughs> I give the gift subscription for Reader's Digest here, and that thing goes to India. And similarly also, I can perform an action, but I make, an, I make a statement here that this particular result must go to so and so, so it goes accordingly. That is how otherwise they say that for the departed souls who already departed, you performed some charitable action here, how can they gain the result? Because I make a statement here, that action that is being performed here may it go to the departed soul. For locating the departed soul, I chant, I repeat his name and everything else so that he is located where it goes. And who performs the action, his name and his date etc. is all also. No, I mean registered here, and so it's all very uh, systematic. <coughs> anyway, <laughs> here how did Tikaagara give his name? Yuga Shukrutadi. So because it is Kruta Yuga, Dwap Treta Yuga, Dwapar Yuga, Kali Yuga, such Yugas. Kalpeshu Brahma Dishu Brahma Kalpa. Kalpa means a cycle of creation. Up to the whole cycle of creation, any number of cycles of creation, awareness is same, changeless. And so awareness is changeless. Everything else keeps on changing. This awareness illumines the whole changing creation. The constantly changing the changing objects, constantly changing the states of awareness or states of mind, constantly changing the world. All of this is constantly illumined by awareness which itself remains changeless. <coughs> And so, 
what obtains from there? Samvidaha ekatva samarthane phalamaha. Now that it has been shown how awareness is one alone and changeless also, then what obtains? Then the, in the fourth line it is said, Nodeti nastamityeka. Na udeti, awareness does not arise, means it is not born. Na astameti, nor does it die. It is free from birth and death. <coughs> Why? Because yataha samvit eka. Ataha na udeti, na utpadyate, na astameti, na vinashyati cha. Since samvit or awareness is one alone, therefore we say that it is not born nor does it die. It's interesting. Just because awareness is one, therefore there cannot be birth of awareness or death of awareness. Why? He says that. Asakshikayoho utpatti vinashayoho asiddhe Without the witness, you cannot arrive at the birth, you cannot arrive at the death. Says Asakshikayoho Utpatti Vinashayoho Asiddehe Utpatti means creation or birth, Vinasha means death. Unless there is a witness to this phenomena of birth and death, you cannot arrive at or you cannot establish birth and death. <coughs> Is it right? Can we establish the birth of a given thing if nobody has seen it? We cannot establish death also if nobody has seen it. So birth and death and any other phenomenon can be established proven only when there is a witness. Now who will witness the birth and death of awareness? What is this? Answering machine. That's interesting. Ah, okay. <clears throat> Who will witness the birth of awareness? Because awareness is one alone, and awareness is a witness of every form of experience. So, who will witness the birth of awareness? If there were another awareness, then that awareness can witness the birth of this awareness. But since awareness is one alone, we said the awareness that obtains in waking is the awareness obtaining in dream, is the awareness obtaining in deep sleep, is the awareness obtaining on any other day. And there is one awareness only, therefore. And so there is no one who we can witness the birth of this awareness. No other awareness which can witness the death of this awareness. And therefore, the birth and death of awareness cannot be established. You cannot prove or cannot arrive at. Somebody said, well, let awareness witness its own birth. Cannot. Because one cannot simultaneously perform the two roles of drashta and drushya, karta and karma. Therefore, we cannot prove the birth of atma, of I. We cannot prove the death of atma. I cannot see my own birth. I cannot see my own death. I means Atma. I cannot see the birth of Atma, nor can I see the birth of death of Atma. Because in order to see the birth, I must be there before the birth, which I cannot be. In order to see my own death, I must be there after the death. Isn't it? When can you est establish the death of something? 
when someone is the witness is there after the death also then we can say death has taken place doctor must be there to say that they give the death certificate because the doctor is there after the death of the person or birth certificate also when the doctor is there before the birth i cannot witness my own birth because for witnessing my own birth i must be present before the birth which i cannot be nor can i witness my own death because for witnessing death i must be present after the death which i cannot be so you can't prove that you are born or you are dying can you prove that how do you say that i am going to die how can you even say that i was born you are not seen your birth nor can you ever see your death no no somebody else saw my birth well there is only one seer there is only one witness and therefore that witness cannot witness its own birth or own death and there is no one other than the witness for establishing the birth or death and therefore atma has no birth no death awareness is no birth no death simple logic so this all intellect is not intellectual this is if we can bear this in mind then there is no fear of death because there is no death and there is no complex i was never born if i was born and there is a question of my bringing all kinds of samskaras and stuff like that i was never born and if i am going to die then i can be afraid of anything there is no death if this much knowledge can be actually uh translated into uh, our uh, our thought it can be translated into our thinking process it can enter into our thinking process then that's all we need so uh, this this much knowledge is enough actually this few verses are enough for us you know <laughs> that awareness is one i am that awareness is changeless beyond birth and death i am self shining and i illumine everything everything is there because i am there i shine because everything shine i shine and then everything shines everything shines because i shine why do i shine because i shine why does the world shine because i shine why do i shine because i shine i cannot but shine that's what is esha swayam prabha you know where the statements come from you know this kind of statements <coughs> so that's what the tikagara says asakshikayoho utpatti vinashayoho asiddehe since any phenomenon and utpatti creation is a phenomenon birth is a phenomenon vinash and death is a phenomenon no phenomenon can be arrived at unless there is a witness of that phenomenon so utpatti vinashayoho taya eva samvida grahitum ashakyatvat since awareness itself cannot witness its own birth and own death because there cannot be witnessing of the witness or in one there cannot be simultaneously the functions of witnessing and the witnessed or the karta and karma samvidantara bhavacha and there is no other awareness anyway which can witness the birth or death of this awareness and therefore awareness is one alone and without birth and death there is no udaya it doesn't arise no asta doesn't diminish <coughs> now when you say this one question arose says well you cannot samvid or awareness cannot see itself if awareness cannot see itself then awareness cannot be known if awareness cannot be known then there will be all darkness 
Awareness illumines everything you say, but awareness itself cannot be known. In that case, nothing can be known. It says, Nanu samvidantara abhave grahaka abhavat asyahabi abhane jagadandhyam prasadjeta ityataha aha. Samvidantara abhave, you say that awareness is one alone, there is no other awareness. Grahaka abhavat and therefore there is no one who knows this awareness. See, awareness is every, awareness is one that illumines everything. Awareness itself cannot be illumined by anything else. Awareness is that which objectifies everything. But awareness cannot be objectified by anything. And therefore, there is no one who knows awareness, isn't it? Awareness knows everything. But who knows awareness? No one. Awareness objectifies everything. But awareness cannot be objectified. Therefore, there is no one who knows awareness. Grahaka bhavad. There is no knower of awareness. So, apani pado javano grahita pasyami chakshu sashranotti karanaha aham vijanam vivektarupaha nachaste vetta mamachit sadaham. Aham vijanam, I know everything. Nachaste mamavetta. Nobody knows me. Awareness says that I know everything, but nobody knows me. Atma says, I know everything, nobody knows me. If nobody knows you, then how do you say that you are there? If nobody knows awareness, then how do you say awareness is? If, if awareness cannot be objectified. See, we say that the microphone is because microphone is objectified. Microphone becomes the object of knowledge. The existence of anything can be established only when that thing can be known. The existence of a part can be established when a part can be known. If awareness cannot be known, then how can you establish the existence of awareness? How do you say awareness is? And if awareness is not, then nothing can be living. Jagat Andhya Prasanga hai. Then the whole world will be dark, which means that there will be ignorance alone. This is this problem. Nunu samvidantara abhave, grahaka abhavat. When you say that awareness is one alone, there is no other awareness. Then there is no one who is grahaka, who is the knower of this awareness. Asyaha api abhane, and therefore this awareness also is not known, and therefore this awareness will never shine. Jagat andhyam prasadjeta, in that case, the whole world will be dark, which means that there will be only ignorance. Ityataha esha svayam prabha. He says, you do not have to objectify awareness. You do not have to know awareness because it is Swayam Prabha, it is self-shining. Don't try to objectify Atma. Don't try to know Atma. The very attempt to know the Atma is denial of that knowledge. The very attempt to objectify awareness or Atma is a denial of that knowledge. Because Atma or awareness is Swayam Prabha, self-shining. <coughs> Atra ayam prayogaha, this inference is involved here when we say that the awareness is self-shining. How did you arrive at this conclusion? says here, Samvit svayam prakasha avedyatve sati aprokshatvat vyatireke ghatavata. This technical way of expressing. <coughs> this is called pratignya or what you want to prove. Samvit Swayam Prakasha We say that the awareness is self-effulgent. Why do you say 
अवेद्यत्वे सती अपरोक्षत्वात बिकॉज अवेयरनेस इज अपरोक्ष इट इज डायरेक्ट और इमीडिएट बट देन इट इज समवर डिफरेंट सी दिस माइक्रोफोन ऑल्सो इज अपरोक्ष माइक्रोफोन ऑल्सो इज नॉन डायरेक्टली एंड इमीडिएटली सो ऑल्सो अवेयरनेस इज ऑल्सो डायरेक्ट एंड इमीडिएट बट वॉट इज द डिफरेंस इन माइक्रोफोन एंड अवेयरनेस माइक्रोफोन इज वेद्य समथिंग दैट इज ऑब्जेक्टिफाइड अवेयरनेस इज अवेद्य दैट विच कैन नॉट बी ऑब्जेक्टिफाइड सो इज सीरियर अवेद्यत्वे सती अपरोक्षत्वाद अवेयरनेस इज दैट विच कैन नॉट बी ऑब्जेक्टिफाइड बट स्टिल इट इज डायरेक्ट और इमीडिएट व्यतिरेके घटवत इलस्ट्रेशन इज गिवन बट ए अपोजिट इलस्ट्रेशन इज गिवन वॉट घटवत लाइक ए पॉट और लाइक ए माइक्रोफोन लेट से सो माइक्रोफोन वत यू कैन से लाइक माइक्रोफोन व्यतिरेके सो लाइक माइक्रोफोन इज समथिंग दैट इज नोन इज अपरोक्ष ऑल राइट बट इट इज वॉट वेद्य वी नो इलस्ट्रेशन ऑफ आत्मा and therefore in order to arrive at inference here we always have to give the opposite example because there is no example which can illustrate atma but then the method is to give the opposite illustration that will exclude everything else so vetireke ghatavat like a part part is known all right part is aparoksha all right directly perceived all right but it is objectified what is awareness directly known all right but not objectified so therefore we say that awareness is swayam prakar is is self effulgent unlike a pot which is not self effulgent a pot is what illumined by something else pot is or microphone is called jada or inert why do we call it inert because it does not shine by itself it has to be illumined see this you must have heard that everything in the creation requires some pramanam to prove its existence like a microphone in order to prove the existence microphone requires a pramanam eyes because eyes illumine the microphone then alone the presence of microphone can be established otherwise you would not know microphone is eyes that applies to every object in the world that applies to eyes also even you would not know the eyes unless eyes are illumined by the mind that also applies to mind you would not know that the mind is unless mind was illumined by awareness by the self and therefore every object in the creation can be known only when it is we are aware of it only when some pramanam some means of knowledge is there but how about atma is it necessary that atma also should be illumined by means of knowledge then alone it can be known he says no atma is only thing that doesn't have to be proven everything in the creation has to prove itself for ex- establishing its existence atma is the one which does not have to prove himself in order to establish the existence because it is self shining everything else shines after and so everything else requires to be illumined by some means of knowledge atma does not require to be illumined because it is self effulgent <coughs> so unlike a pot vyatireke ghatavat unlike a pot a pot requires something else to illumine 
and therefore it is not self-evolvent. Atma doesn't require anything to eliminate, therefore Atma or Samvid is self-evolvent. And in technical point, Nacha Ayam Visheshana Siddhohetuhu. What is Hetu? You know here, Avedyatve Sati Aparokshatvat. This is Hetu. Samvit Swayam Prakasha Awareness is self-effulgent. Why? Avedyatve Sati Aparokshatvat. While being Avedya, non-objectified, Aparokshatvat. It is still directly known. Aparokshat is directly known without being objectified. Unlike a pot, which is directly known all right, but is objectified. Nachayam Visheshana Asiddho Hetuhu In the Hetu, Avedyatve Sati is Visheshanam and Aparokshatvad is Hetu. Aparokshatvad is Hetu, Avedyatve Sati is Visheshanam. He says Avedyatve Sati or not being objectified is not proven. He says, no, it is proven. Samvidaha Svasamvedyatve Karmakartu Virodhad If you say that awareness knows itself, Svasamvedyatva means what? Awareness knows itself. In that case, awareness is simultaneously the knower as well as known. Karmakartu Virodhad That cannot be. Therefore, you cannot say that awareness knows itself. If you say that you require another awareness to eliminate this awareness, they say that how can you prove the existence of awareness? Existence of anything can be proven only when you are aware of it. Similarly also he says that existence of awareness can be proven only when you can be aware of awareness. We say that if you have to be aware of awareness, how will it be? Will you say that awareness is aware of itself or some other awareness is aware of awareness? in order to be aware of awareness either awareness itself is aware of itself or some other awareness should be there which is awareness aware of this awareness if you say that awareness is aware of itself then within awareness there is a split that there is no awareness and known awareness awareness is aware of itself means awareness is simultaneously knower as well as known and one thing cannot be simultaneously this. And so it cannot be that awareness is Svasamvedya or knowing itself. Then maybe some other awareness knows this awareness. If you say that some other awareness knows this awareness, then who knows that other awareness? If you say that to prove the existence of this awareness, some other awareness is required, then how do you say that other awareness is? Oh, I know it. How? Because yet another awareness is. How do you know that awareness is? And like this it will go ad infinitum. Somewhere you have to accept that there is a self-effulgent awareness which eliminates other awarenesses. If somewhere you have to accept it, accept it right away. And therefore, this awareness itself is self-effulgent. Paravedyatve <coughs> anavasthana. Anavastha means uh, infinite regression. And so if you, if you say that this awareness requires another awareness to live in, then that will lead to ad infinitum. And that also is not right. You know what will happen? You will never know anything. This doshas, this logical defects will create problem in Vyavahara. See, the, our experience is that we know things. 
the world is known that is established experience part and cloth and of our i mean a microphone all these things are known that you would accept now if these things are known then who illumines them awareness illumines them but then who illumines awareness if awareness illumines itself then there is a problem if some other awareness illumines is awareness then also there is a problem in which case illumination will not be arrived at and there will be no knowledge taking place but knowledge takes place therefore illumination is therefore awareness is self illuminating means means it is self shining that's all that is why atah he says suprakashatvena bhasamanayah samvidah sarvabhasakatva sambhavat न जगदान्ध्य प्रसंग भाव है so atma is we known as the self evident or self effulgent principle ataha <coughs> suprakar that is the reason why all activities of knowledge must cease yada panchavat sthande as kathopanishad says when all the five organs of perception all of them have become quiet gnanani manasasah when all the gnanendriyas all the objects of all the sense of perceptions have become quiet along with the mind mind also has become quiet buddhischana vicheshtati the buddhi also does not have any chesta buddhi also doesn't try to objectify anything there is also resolve buddhischana vicheshtati sa parama gatihi that state or that is called tam yoga vitu manya this is called yoga this state of mind the sense organs also have become quiet mind also has become quiet intellect also has become quiet then atma shines by itself apramattah tada bhavati then one knows the self as a self effulgent self <coughs> but you cannot if you try to see the atma try to hear atma try to feel atma try to experience atma all of these are very frustrating experiences because you just cannot do that and if you think that you have felt atma you definitely felt something else <laughs> if you think that you have sensed atma you have sensed something else anyway very frustrating on one hand you cannot feel if you feel then it's not what it should be and then i want to feel but you cannot feel so dharma is so much vairagya the vairagya must be even in trying to feel atma even that desire also should not be there that kind of vairagya is required otherwise i want to know something think something feel something expel as long as even this is there so long also some activities are some restlessness is there and you are not silent silence means aware you are not sleeping aware you are but without any kind of restlessness that is the ultimate in vairagya let alone trying to experience an outer object that is gone i certainly do not want to experience any outer object but i do not even want to experience atma even that desire also is not there then all the mind becomes quiet as long as some desire is there in the mind so long the mind does not become quiet 
So why do we talk about vairagya, richa, ahityam, freedom from desire? Not because we are interested in rejecting the objects or rejecting the life or anything. We are interested in knowing the Atma. To know the Self, this the mind must become totally silent. Only when the mind is silent, then you know the silent awareness. It cannot be silent if it is disturbed by desire or disturbed by likes or dislikes or disturbed by anything. And so we want to just eliminate all disturbing elements in the silent mind. Awareness is Atma is self-shining. And so self-shining, silent awareness, I am. This is how I, I know myself. Ataha svaprakasatvena bhasamanayaha samvidaha Of the awareness which illumines or shines by itself, self-effulgent, sarvabhasakattva sambhavat. Awareness or Atma is self-effulgent, is self-illumining, and illumines everything else. Sarvabhasakattva sambhavat. It illumines, it shines by itself and illumines everything. This is called samvit, which shines itself and illumines everything else. And so, na jagadandya prasanga. Don't worry, there is no ignorance or darkness in the world. So, it's not necessary that you have to know samvit in order to illumine the world. Samvit itself illumines, it is shining by itself and illumines everything else. And thus, in these verses, the author has proven that awareness is one in all the three states at all the time. It is free from birth and death, which means it is nitya. And it is what? Swayam Brahma, self-effulgent. It is self-effulgent, illumining everything, changeless, constant, without birth and death. This is the nature of awareness. <coughs> so two things are proven. Awareness is what? Chit. And it is changeless, therefore it is Sat. It does not change, therefore it is Sat. And it shines, therefore it is Chit. Now the third thing has to be shown, it is Ananda. And that the author proceeds to show next. <coughs> okay. <coughs> Om Puranamadas Puranamidam Puranat Puranamudachyate Puranasya Puranamadaya Puranameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhasha Krutavande Bhagavanta Punapunaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om